Time for Isa Type. Isa Type's one from set flushing. Vega one. Where's he come from? Vega one's got up and one. And incentivised. What a star. Won the Caulfield Cup. Oh, Mystic Aroma. Three lengths in. There you go, you mug. Hey there, mugs. It's the familiar voices that are echoing through the airwaves. You're with the mugs here on your podcast, listening intently because, boys, we're back and it's. Group one fever as per normal. Yep, looking forward to it, Mazza. Um, few, I think we've got um group one, group one fever, and probably group one favourites this weekend as well. Perhaps <laughs> thoughts, Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, it's um, it is a bit like that, isn't it? With what have we got? The pretty much three even money favourites and the three group ones down in Melbourne. So, um, good races, decent fields, and. I think the the highlight of the weekend is the, the three year old handicap at uh, Eagle Farm with Sir Carter, the People's Champion. I was going to s- just steal the words out of your mouth there, Lordy, because that's what the mugs are, are listening for. They want to know whether the thirty dollars odds currently available from wherever you want to get it is just stealing money. And to be quite honest, it's it's like the money tree has just grown up the last week, and we're ready to help ourselves. Ain't that right? <laughs> Yeah, mate, I'm um, yeah, pretty excited. 52 kilos, barrier three. Finally, the mugs draw a gate, seems like. Although, mm. one in our favour and the Mawillan Bar on Monday is a bitter. Exactly. But uh, look, mugs, there's plenty of water. But, um, yeah, 27 and 650. It's overs massively. Yeah, you're right, mate. Plenty of water to get under the bridge. And I don't mean that in the sense that Ramwick's always a heavy 45, but it's it's race five. So we'll actually get to do some incredibly biased form there at Eagle Farm on uh, on Saturday that you mugs will really tune in for. But we might uh, we might just catch everyone up to speed because we you won't see us uh, on the TV and the YouTube this week, mugs, but we'll be back because it's Everest Saturday, next Saturday. Apparently there's a, a cup race or something in Melbourne on the same day. But we'll figure that out there. Uh, but Private Eye Lloydy, as breaking news, if you're hearing this for the first time on a Friday, uh, you probably need to uh, get yourself online a bit more. But Private Eye secured, <laughs> two slots left, Godolphin and uh, someone else, James Harron, I think. I don't know. You'll tell us. No, just stuff. the one. Yeah, just one? the one slot left, Godolphin, because right. James Harron James Harron got giga kick yesterday. That's Keep right. Up. Yep. That's so there you, go. Yep. there you go. Giga kick, Private Eye. Uh, look, out of the two... I guess Private Eye is probably the obvious as a bit of a an actual competitor. Yeah, I um I was talking to Brody about a week ago and I said I'm surprised Private Eye hasn't been thrown up in conversation for an Everest yet. I know he's probably a miler, but um in terms of what we've got, and then he came out and blew them away in the Gill guy on Saturday. So good um good slot picking, I think. And you know, Inglis, they were the ones that had Snap Dancer. Obviously she's out. She would have I thought she would have run a good race up on the speed as well. But, um, yeah, no, great, great pick. And Queensland four, mate, he's a Queensland Guineas winner. He's run second in the Stradbroke. Should have won a Kingsford Smith probably. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's on there. It's it's actually um, – and maybe because his best form is over that 1,400 to a mile that he was maybe just overlooked as that fresh sprinter. Mm. Um, but you're looking at Alligator Blood, Rothfire, who's probably going to start favourite in a Manicato Stakes in a few weeks. Um, and the list goes on from that from that Stradbroke. So, yeah, Bean, I know you're a bit of a private eye fan. Uh, are, you, are you tempted to throw some cash at private eye for the Everest? 
Um, yeah, look, I, I think there's value there. I think it's um, I think it's one of the better bets in that race. Um, look, I mean, obviously, nature's trip. He put the photo out the other day. <laughs> he looks awful, doesn't he? <laughs> but um, <laughs> if there's if there's going to be one from the back, it'll be yeah. I think Private Eye or potentially Mars Crusader. But it's all it all depends on this weather because if Sydney's just a slop fest, then yeah, I, it's going to be hard to gun the champ down. I I'd be. I'd be more really, inclined to back he's him. He's ready to roll, yeah. which he looks pretty good. I'd be more inclined to back Private Eye than Mars Crusader, just like from if you're going to have an early bet, because I think Mars Crusader probably wants it drier and Private Eye's yeah. one on a. He won that, when he won that Queensland Guineas up here, that was probably the heaviest rain I've ever seen on a racetrack, um, just about as they were jumping. I think he beat Apache Chase and. Um, something else that day but it was you know so he'll handle the track and I think the way that the race sets up like high pressure race I know the sort of on speed horses have won it but if you've got a good 1400 meter horse with a turn of foot like he does he's he's got to be right in it where does the rail go Everest day because that plays a factor too is that back in the true back in the true yeah 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 mate number one race day they better have the conditions to suit I tell you that much and just uh, just yeah. on that, we'll we'll chat a bit more. Obviously, next week re Everest, but mm. you you're looking at years gone by where it's been pretty on pace dominated in this race. And you go through the the field. I mean, you got Eduardo and Nature Strip, obviously, but a lot of these horses are going to be sort of get back, run on style horses. So it could make it quite interesting, sort of with that picnic up front, if there is too much pressure, whether they all sort of get on their bike and, and start chasing early. So huge mm. week to come. Yeah, it is. But, hey, we need to build the bank because that's what we're doing this for. We figured, Muggs, we need to get the podcast back on the airwaves because we're running out of money. We need to talk ourselves into some absolute – M words this weekend, and we've got three group ones to try and make that happen, as well as a 10 race card, if I'm not mistaken, there at Eagle Farm. So, boys, we might start hot with probably the uh, the fill up of the group ones, if you if you want to call it that. But two rack handicap, uh, I wish I win is back to the well for the futures punters that missed out in the Sir Ripper Clark. You're getting about what two dollars fifty. Is it just stars of aligned in super at the weights? This is just the group one ready to pick up. Lloydy maybe onto a bigger challenge uh, around Mooney Valley in a few weeks' time. Yeah, well, um, usually, you know, Kate will say on a Saturday morning, oh, what are you up to this afternoon? And I just say, oh, honey, I wish I win. Um, so I think it is as simple as that. It just, I think, I wish I win. I think it will win. Um Good shopping in the bet with mates too, mind you. Two seventy taken, sent out to subscribers. I'm um, into two fifty now. But look, I think uh, the way that the, the race might shape, I think there's a bit of bit of pressure in it. Barrier thirteen in the three three wide line with cover out in the middle of the track, like on Thunderstruck was last year, bang over the top. Yeah, I think it's pretty simple to be honest. All the all the pace is drawn inside. They'll come across, fight each other out. What do we got? Military expert, German Roy, Tulu, and then just camps off them. Luke Nolan, big spruik on how he's going off late, flying. I think, what did he say there in an article I saw? Best winning percentage he's had since I think he won the premiership way back when. So, you know, a newfound yeah. spray, I think, from Peter Moody encouraged him. And, um, yeah, he'll, he'll notch the group one on the weekend. 
Yeah, hard to add anything more that hasn't been said. If if anything else, Moz has a huge overs on military experts, so you know how that always ends. So I wish <laughs> I win's pretty much a sure thing. And uh, the two rack rack. The two-rack there being race nine, we'll go to race eight and we'll, we'll get this one out of the way early as well because there's a big one that deserves a bit more attention. Uh, look, to be honest, you know, you, we had a couple of, uh, of good Godolphin horses that pretty much have put their hand up um, in this, this sort of three-year-old season. And there's only one remaining here. And again, Golden Miles in your, your $2.50 sort of favourite. There's no stable, mate competition in aft cabin which i'm sure a lot of people are just getting the shakes for me saying that name but hey that's what this great game involves uh bean i know you're wearing the the golden blue hat there for the blue army you're the biggest good often fan i think i know or definitely on this show uh is it two from two favorites <laughs> it's eight and nine mate uh yeah look it's pretty hard to go past i think the, um there's a few in this field that are probably just for that, I think a few are targeted at the Derby and stuff like that. So there's a few that are going on to that sort of extra trip, I think. I mean, Barrier 5, J-Mac, beat, beat everything bar, you know, what was it, In Secret and, you know, um, Jack and O, one starting in the, you know, the Everest and it'll be half a price there. I just think you have to just stick with it. I mean, the genius is on board. He adds a length to any of these horses. So, yeah, wins again. Bit, bit crazy value there. Two, fa- two favourites of the two group ones. <laughs> Hashtag hunting. <laughs> um, I think I, I agree with everything Bean said. I think you've got the best trainer, the best jockey uh, in the country, and you've drawn barrier five, and you've got the best form coming out of a golden rose. He was dominant in a Ming dynasty uh, before that. Um, and in all honesty, I think the top four horses in the field, horses one, two, three, and four, are the only four genuine, like, Caulfield Guineas worthy winners. I think everything else would be better suited in a Sandown Guineas or a Carbine Club on Derby Day. Uh, the top four are the only four worth, you know, worth a group one victory to their name, I think. So I think Golden Mile wins. I think it wins well. More rain, the better. And if it's dry, who cares? It'll still win. <laughs> Well, I'm, I don't know what, what I'm more shocked at. Uh, you two picking a favourite or Lloydie saying that he's agreeing with Bean for once because both of them <laughs> are quite outlandish statements. Uh, look, yeah, it's hard to go past, but I'll, I'll make a, a bit of commentary, I guess, for one. Further down the market, the man himself, CJ Waller, you can never discount him. I thought Osipenko is the owners in this race. Uh, barrier 15 ain't too good. you got to remember... First up, this thing was absolutely hammered in betting behind Aft Cabin. Um, started 440 that day, just didn't handle the heavy whatsoever. Uh, whether that was the heavy yeah. or core field, that's probably a different discussion too. But I don't know if it's a good or a soft, better side of a soft, um, it just could be a matter of uh, maybe this, the real version sort of turns up that we don't know what we've got yet. So it's probably one just for the, uh, the, the fans are just have a little bit of a, a dig and a dabble, you know? Yeah, and I think, didn't it It beat or it was beaten by Kibu and then Kibu beat Golden Mile in the um, up-and-coming stakes. So that form all ties in. And that run, like you said, behind half and that was when it was absolutely Yeah, but that was that I torrential think, I think there might yeah. have even been like a bit of hail as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Kibu form last prep and um, it knocked off uh, Madame Pomery there on Madame debut Pomeroy. as well. So you can tie all that sort of form in with, you know, Zugotcha and um, In Secret there as well. So, yeah, that's what we do here though, Monk. We find you the absolute value from here, there and everywhere. We'll go back up north though, boys, because we've found our winners down south, the two favourites in two group ones. That was pretty easy enough. We're going to skip through to race five at Eagle Farm. We're going to kick it off. It's going to be good up here. We don't need to worry about these heavy conditions. But again, boys, I'll open it to the floor. The first two races of the card, we get to see the unraced two-year-olds. Uh, now, we know Muncie's has got a bit of a spruit there in race one, but the other favourite there, Arabian Fox, is uh, is just as good. And, Ben, your headphones are just driving nuts here, mate, so stop touching them. Um but outside of, I guess, the the obvious there in races one and races one and one, what are the uh, what else looks looks like a good bet? Races one to five, if there is one, one to four. Um, I thought maybe Smirk in race three, first up out over the mile. Um, she was obviously on that Oaks path when I was all over, and I thought it wouldn't really be a mugs punting podcast without me tipping it if she's racing. So. Um, <laughs> She gets. She's now a four-year-old mare, and I think while there may not be any gear changes, the key gear change is she gets a mare's jockey on board in Sammy Collett. Um, her, yeah, I just thought you know her trials were good. First up, bit of money too, thirteen and six. I know there is about thirty-three. Oh no, there's about actually there's fifty-one cents of deductions with Cockerell and Silent Impact coming out, so entitled entitled to Harvard's quote. But yeah, I thought Smoke maybe each way bet in race three. Yeah, I was waiting for one of you to, to bring up the old smirk. Ben, you're following your old mate Lloydie and smirk back in again, mate? Um, no, but I'm keen on, um, I think it's another, smirk's a waller runner, isn't it? I'm keen on um, yeah. Green Flash in race four. I thought that was a decent bet. Barrier 16, Jim Byrne. Barrier, it's no help, but Eagle Farm should be able to run on. Um, look, it's come off a couple of sort of soft track runs. Last start was behind. Point Counterpoint, who's pretty competitive, um, you know, midweek and then Saturday grade. Then Cinque came out, I think, this week on Wednesday and won again. Um, the former run, it's been pretty good. And then prior to that, had two seconds behind Baccio Del Miss and, and Wild Chap. Now, that form a fair bit better than this lot. And I just think, you know, from the draw, gets back, run on. It's the right track for that and finally gets a good surface. I think um, if it's up here and that we burn on, it can be winning at about the $10. Burn on. There are two things that you love to hear, mate. And burn on, maybe nobody on, for one that I'll uh, I'll throw out there in race four as well. Irikanji at the 20s. Uh, it apps well, let's let's be honest. Nobody backed it two starts ago. If you reckon you backed it that day, you're an absolute, you know, go to church and confess your sins, put it that way. Um and then ran, you know, ran in a pretty tough race there at Toowoomba on Wheatwood Day there as well. Maybe it's just an Eagle Farm horse. It doesn't run absolutely anything anywhere else, but one from one at Eagle Farm, maybe it could be as simple as that. So unknown uh, jockey selection there, though. So I don't know. They probably nommed it in seven different tracks, the Nisham Yard, because that's just what they seem to do with every horse they own. <laughs> Why not? Hmm. All right, enough conspiracy theories, boys. Race five, Eagle Farm. This is what we are here to chat about, talk about. Everything, we're doing it. So Carter goes around their mug. We're pretty wrapped. It was a uh, 
Look, it's it's one of those things, and if you've ever been in horse ownership, you know, the trainers, the jockeys, they'll tell you, you know, they'll tell you the cliches. We've heard them all. We don't need to go into it. Even though it's pretty hilarious, we might throw it out there to hear some crackers. But until they sort of get to the track, you just don't know what you got until you got it. So second on debut from our boy. It's a bit of a deep end sort of attack here because Mr. Bossman himself, TJ, he's got two that look pretty pretty smart as well. Deer Trail and um, Clairview Molly that lead the market. Bean. Mm-hmm. Where's your uh, your loyalty here with your heart, with your head, or I don't want to know what else you've got, to be honest. Um, no, look, I'm with I'm with Sir Carter. Eh? I think it's a I mean it was pretty good last start. I think twelve hundred first up, it wins if it gets the extra trip. Um, you know, race fitness, it was clipped out of the gate, sort of went forward, didn't miss the jump. That's always a bonus for a first starter. <laughs> bit, of a, bit of a query there sometimes. But um look, yeah, I mean I give it every chance. I mean it's twenty seven and six fifty. We we're at the tail end of the market, but um look it, it could be better than these, I think. Hmm. Yeah, mate. Um, oh, yeah, he's he's well in it, really, especially at the weights, fifty-two kilos. Like he's he's getting eight kilos of Exo Lady, who's obviously the class of the field. I think she's a listed winner. Um, she had form around the JJ Atkins winner and uh, Swiss Exile, and she's a belter and whatnot. So obviously she's going to be the testing material. I think most importantly for us, though, it's going to be a pretty good guide to see where she's at. Um, the, the Rocky Horse from Nick Walsh's stable, just super. Um, he's two from four, and the two times he's been beaten, he's finished second at Chinny Boom, who um, she's you know, she, she just smashed the track record by nearly a second um, at Rocky on Tuesday in only a fourth start. Um, so that could that could be proved to be really good form, uh, you know. So we'll, we'll get a good guide on where So Carter's at, but I think he gets all the favours from Barrier 3. Um, I'll be backing him. I'll probably have something on the Rocky Horse as well. There you go, Monk. So those that had uh, Chitty Boom to get mentioned on the podcast at $1.50, go find your bookie. It didn't take <laughs> that long. Uh, yeah, look, you, you have to be with him um, just purely from loyalty, and that's what we do. We're mugs. We back our own horses, even though when we probably get told we shouldn't. Um, but it's, you know, every apart from XO Lady Lordy, as you said, she's got the, the runs on the board but has to give everything eight kilos and try and jump lead and win from barrier nine as well. Um, so the rest of them are pretty unproven against each other. So there's no reason why you can't be cheering one home at 30 to one and it's running fifth or it's storming down the outside to win. That's it. And I think the other thing too, with having Exo Lady in there and, uh, on point, even like there's a, there's a good bit of speed in the race, I think. So, um, I was a little bit worried going to 1200 that he might get, you know, too far back and not be able to to sprint with them if they don't go overly quick but exo lady the only way she's going to win i think with the 60 kilos is if she really stretches them out and gets them chasing a long way out and that'll suit him yep 100 percent. so good luck to all the uh the mugs involved fingers crossed we get to see uh some celebrations here on saturday at the track but We'll get our cash and we need to move on because, as we said, 10 race card there at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Uh, and race six, we've got the main event, really. Well, apart from us, we're always the main event. But race six, middle of the day, you've got the highlight of the day in an absolute no-man spot. So who knows what's going on there? The Wallace Show's in town. This is his cup, let's be honest. The 2,200 handicaps, they peak for the Queensland Cup. Mohican Heights, who has probably just been that horse that's 
pretty frustrating for uh, for all the Chris Waller fans out there. Just can't seem to get one to to plunge. Lloydie, seat of power, mate. You've declared this one a long time out there last start in the Toowoomba Cup. Can he make it a Toowoomba Cup, Queensland Cup, double the old boy? Uh, look, he probably could. Did Did Honourable Spirit win the Toowoomba Cup last year? I know it won the Queensland Cup, but did it, did it do the double? Or is that a, mate, a question first? You're the fact guy um, on the show. You're the one that usually yeah. answers those questions. Mm. Well, you you, you uh, go on and I'll find out for you. Okay. Um, no, I just thought that would be interesting. I'm with the SF, Sydney form. Um Speaking to a few friends, grey horses, they go all right. Um, horse four, fun fact for Bjorn <laughs> Baker. I actually I actually backed this horse first up. I made it the best value at Sydney that day. It was I got a hundred to one. It started thirty-one, beat him two and a half lengths, ran fifth. Um, it went huge, and then out to the eighteen hundred, the next start ran fourth. Um, and then fifth last start in a, a I think it might have been a group race, uh, the Colin Stephen quality over twenty four hundred at Rose Hill. Um most importantly, it's a winner at Eagle Farm in a in a Grand Prix a few years back. The dry track is going to suit. It's going to be Rockhard's fit fourth up. Gets down to fifty four kilos. Um, I I think if he can make his own luck from in front, he might be in it for a long way at seven dollars and two fifteen. There you go, Ben. Sydney form and uh, for those playing pub, Mick Lloyd pub trivia at home ran second in the Toowoomba Cup their mm-hmm. last year, Honourable Spirit, before then knocking off Luna Snit in the Queensland Cup a couple of weeks <laughs> later. So, Bean, does that make you want to go back to the well with Honourable Spirit? It uh, certainly does not. Um, <laughs> now, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with a favourite here. I think um, he can hide. Look, I mean, the form around it, it's got, it's got that, those keywords we like to spruik, residual fitness. It's had one go to 2,400, group three at Rose Hill behind Grove Ferry. It was pretty average, uh, which was, I mean, it was average last week, that horse, but it was 750. So it was well in the market in a group one. Um, it's won twice on a good deck. I just think it, I just think it's better than these. I mean, I think it was second to high motion at Flemington the start before that. High emotions yeah. in the market for a Caulfield Cup, for God's sake, against what Seed of Power, Berade, Honourable Spirit, and a few of these other peanuts. Um, yeah, they're absolutely no hope. The best value in the race, though, is Tappy's Lad, I think, at the $15. Yep. So I'll have something each way on it because I think it's a bet. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Tappy, Tappy, Tappy. Well, I might just steal it and say that's my on topper and then I get all the glory. But uh, unfortunately, I'm committed to my man, Nick Lloyd. Uh, yeah, back in you yeah. and on top. It just seems a bit obvious, doesn't it? And that's the price mm. we're getting. Yeah. Did you get Did you get the free tip set out as well? <laughs> yeah, definitely did. No, thank you. Yeah. No, uh, we might we might save you <laughs> your spruiks and big news for next week, mate. When the the people can see you see you live, you know. Keep. Oh no no! I was I was meeting yeah. the other one, the the grey the grey oh, free yeah. tip. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, here. <laughs> don't need to get them for free. You just turn the TV on if there's one. There's one. Uh, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll get going quickly, boys, because uh, it's time to crack 4X Gold because they're sponsoring the time-honored class replay over the 1,200 set weights. That is what we want to hear, which is going to mean nothing to the handicapping system up here in Queensland. Uh, but a horse that's just been dead set airborne is Hatchet. Two on the trot, then rocked up to Eagle Farm and just uh, I just don't think things went right. Couldn't get the lead and got itself in a bit of a pace battle. Mobbuster, however, who knocked it off, mm. goes around earlier and is a pretty good horse in its own right. So 
Barrier four, been you've been on Hatchet quite a few times. I think it's been a banger in there, a bazinger, I should say. I'm sorry, uh, one week. Barrier four, KWT is a jump lead win. Uh, no, it's not. I'm with um, I'm with the O'Day Hoisted team here. Better get set. I think um, key here is good, good or soft deck, but it's back on a good deck here. Um, four runs at the track. It's an absolute track specialist. Barrier 14 is probably not ideal, but you can just bin that last race. It was absolutely atrocious, that ground. Um, look, I think there's plenty of pace here. If Benny Thompson could sort of shoot forward, get it sort of four back, one out. I'm hoping for a bit of mag- bit of magic there to get it in that position for barrier 14, but I think it runs a pretty good race at the 9.50 and $3.10. It's, it's a definite bet back to dry for certain. Me? Yeah, you may yep. as well. You may as well tell us. Yep. Mate. Um, I put a little. Is that why you're stalling? What? I said, have you got one? Is that why you're stalling? You don't have one. Yeah, I put I put a little teaser into the group chat that I was very very confident about the winning chances of one horse, and it's in this race. Um, I was just checking to see how many days it's been since it's won, and it, come Saturday, it'll be a thousand and twenty-two days since its first and only win. The horse is a massive flea, but I think it wins. Alberk. Um, I'll be, I could be crucified for, for tipping it. Um, but hear me out here. I don't know, Moz, you might remember it. When we were over at uh, Sir Carter's jump out, the unofficial one, and I said to I said to you there was one horse that trialled that jumped out earlier in the day when I just walked in and I thought I want to be on it wherever it goes. No idea who it was, but I just knew it was in the Brian Smith colours. And I see Alberk's popped up here. New trainer, Brian Smith. Gone back and watched its trial. It wore the same colours in the official trial. And, you know, it the horse looked the same. So I'm banking on this horse in this jump out being Alberk. But I'm, I'm fairly p- positive that it is because it was two weeks after the original trial. So um, this horse jumped out like a superstar. Um, I, I, it's hard to say that about a one-start win, uh, a one, you know, a maiden winner from 30 career starts. He's won 300,000. Uh, from Victoria, you know, he's got he's got some pretty solid form. But second to Pioneer River in a 78 at Flemington over 1,200. Uh, third to Vane Stream in a, in a 78 at Sale in one of those $60,000 races down there. And um, comes up here, finds a Class 3, Barrier 1, Boris Thornton on board. I think he just gets a nice run off the pace. Um, and I, I noticed that there's been some good market support for him early. So I think this guy could... Um, could really jump out of the ground up here on a dry deck at Eagle Farm on Saturday. So, um, Elberk, best of the day. Best of the day. Gee, bloody yep. whiz. Um, yep. Well, it just shows how old this horse is. If you go right back to start number two, he actually boasts a second behind Yes, Yes, Yes at Moody Valley. Mm. So, uh, wow, and then I think it was, um, I think it was a fifth to Super Seth a couple of starts later, and then Super Seth, Super Seth won a guineas at his next start, but that's a touchy subject. <laughs> uh, let's move on. I, just, very, very I just thought I'd sneak that in there. Guineas week, <laughs> very, very quickly. Uh, yeah, no, we don't, we're not talking about that, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, I found this, I found this a real, real tricky race actually, but um, I'm going with the obvious here, and, and it's it's the point that we made, jump lead and win from Hatchet. No one was backing me in here, but uh, I just think uh, it's as simple as that. The the barrier draw is ideal. I think there's a little bit of pace, but I don't think Elberk's going to be taking it on out in the lead, is it, Lloydie? It might be a 
bit of a sit. No, I'm hoping there. it. I'm, I hope it box seats. Yeah, well, it's trying to lead 29 starts and it didn't work out for it. So I back you in that it's uh, it's not going to pester me too much out front. So fingers crossed that Eagle Farm straight looks like the Toowoomba straight uh, for the Hatchet fans there. So boom, boom, boom. Okay, well, Muggs, we'll, we'll kick on to uh, bigger, bigger things there for the Nudgy boys there in race eight. Isn't this just a nice little cup that I'm sure everyone wants to win there at Eagle Farm on Saturday? Open conditions, 1,400 metres. Um, and, again, some pretty good horses here in their day. I don't know if you still want to say that about a lot of them, but we've got your usuals here, not even that. Hasbro is your one that's probably the most informed of this bunch, um, and it's not even the favourite. That just shows how how great this field is. Um, Lloydie, we might throw to you first because first up, you made a, a bit of a strong case for matter where take take the box closed, take my eyes closed. I'm hate, hating back in this horse, however you want to pronounce it. But since then, uh, the odds are a fifth of the price, and it hasn't saluted. What's the go with this horse? Sack. Um, good. Yeah, no. It, yeah. Yeah, no. It, I don't think it, oh, it... It's a good horse. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not winning. That's a problem for me. Um, SF again, mate. Sydney form. Battleton. How do they beat it? Easy answer. They don't. Um, go back a few starts. Third to Valana and Kissum. They're, they're rock solid in the market for the Silver Eagle on Saturday Randwick. Next up, second to kiss some on Stradbroke Day, Queensland form. Sixth, uh, look, I probably got close to calling it a moral that day in the Wings Guineas, um, and it drifted like it lost three of its four legs. Uh, got out to $3 and ran accordingly. Um, but went back to Sydney for a first up run behind Brigantine, Larkspur Run, back up to sunny Queensland on a good track. Find your bookie. Woo! Bean, the famous words, find your bookie. Are you going to be holding his hand, going to court? Um, uh, whenever um, whenever Lloyd says find your bookie, generally that's to find your bookie to um, place your next bet because you haven't collected on the one previously. Um, <laughs> brief note on Owatapi. That thing is an absolute cab. I don't know what we were even thinking, putting any dollars on that. Um, Stardome is a genuine wet tracker. It cannot win. Hasbro for me, I think. Um, Brody Loy on board, back on a good deck. Third up here, here over Key Trip. I think it's had five wins from 28 starts on a good surface. Um, the jockey, Loy, I think he rode, was it three week before last in, in the midweek event up here in Queensland? He's flying. I think it wins for Barrier 9. I think it's a good bet this race. Good bet this race. That's uh, that's all you need to say, Bean. Um, look, I wanted to be with Battleton there, Lloydy, but... Yeah, just probably want to see him come back. This prep a bigger, stronger, faster, better horse. So I'm with Turn on the Charm, and I think it's been actually moved into favoritism since uh, I've just tipped it out there because that's just what they do. They become favourites when I tip them. But we like Kiss Kiss the Bride earlier in the day. Um, last start, Sydney form again, mate. A couple of lengths behind at this horse here as well. Grace and Harmony split them that day. It's a pretty good horse. It's just cost the punters a fair few times since. Um, but Ryan Maloney, Kieran Ma, he only comes up here for two reasons, mate, and that's for winners and for toilet cubicle access at the Hamilton Hotel. <laughs> we'll move on. Tracks. <laughs> no, well, hopefully uh, he didn't hear that and doesn't sue us. Uh, race number nine, boys. Well, what we'll do, we'll do race nine. 
will get stuck into the the biggest might and power stakes you'll ever see. Uh, and then we've got the the good old get out stake followed by the the bazinga, the living breathing, and the must have. But handy little race. And again, it's it's one of those races that we've been banging our head against the wall for some of these horses for quite some bloody time. Um, I'm talking about horses like Aiden's Field. I'm talking about horses like Shamrock Lou, who you can never catch. La Palmiere is a speed machine, but speed only gets you in the second and third with La Palmiere. Blackjack Boom's probably the uh, the little bit of an X factor, I guess you could say, sort of coming back first up with Solid there. Um, but an open field means you're getting some open prices and you're getting $5 for the field. That's right. Yeah. Now this this race I hate this race I know there's a few here that might might be something but it's it and I know they're not they're not they're not poor horses but it's a it's a shit of a race to bet into I mean Shamrock Loose should go better good track I, I'm with Aiden's Field I don't really know why I think two plus barrier four barrier four can sort of yeah lead them off and if it's hot and they're leading around the corner at Eagle Farm can be hard to catch but I've got zero confidence. Mate, the um the punters that took the dollar fifty about Chinny Boom getting a mention, they've filled up. The punters that have taken the three dollars for her to get two mentions, they're about to go and get in the queue. La Palmiere, full brother. How about that? Mm. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Um, and for that reason, I think it wins. I'm all of a sudden a La Palmiere fan. Um, but I reckon was it almost this day last year, like Everest Day last year when it won the last? We ended up had an absolute fill up and we ended up down the end cheering at home with TJ. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. So right. for that reason, for sentimental value, I'm going to go back to the well. Uh, second up goes really well. Six starts, two seconds, two wins. Uh, Jimmy Byrne knows the horse like no other. And uh, at Eagle Farm, it's his go. So I think back on top of the ground again, because he was on a heavy track last start behind Princess Luna at the Gold Coast over the 900. I think he'll prefer a dry Eagle Farm. He'll prefer the 1,000 metres. And from Barry Tan, he can just get across on his own accord, sit outside the leader and put the burners on in the straight. 6.50, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, yeah, toughest race of the of the day, to be quite honest with you. Um I can't say I'm with either of you two, thankfully, which is a, a good change of pace for once. Uh, I just think Never Paid's probably the one that is just fit, 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 fit to than a lot of these horses. Um, probably all, the worry is just coming off two heavy tracks now back to Eagle Farm. But, you know, a second to far too easy, this prep looks pretty damn impressive, even though it was three lengths behind it. But... Barry 11, KWT on board, the Sweetie Yard, they go all right as well. Hopefully you can just catch a few of those hype horses on a fitness edge uh, this late in the day, which hopefully they're just coming from everywhere and win it. That's what we need. Yep. Anywhere. Anywhere. Middle, anywhere. middle of the track. Yeah. Yep. Where 15 horses will be trying to get to by then. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, not yep. really. I don't think a lot of the jockeys watch the previous races up here, do they? No. <laughs> Teams no, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> Dream yeah. group. I, I don't think they've got TVs in the jockeys' room. Yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't shock me to be honest. Um, but where we do need to have a TV, boys, is down from Caulfield. Because hey, as we said, it's big. It's big. It's big. It's big. From pretty much now, from this moment on, mugs, it is absolutely grand final time, and we mean it in the biggest way possible. You've got the might and power this week. 
the Caulfield Cup next week, then into the Cox Plate, which a lot of this field is pretty much going. So, uh, so boys, we'll, we'll quick quickly go through this race in particular, but I guess that's going to be the big if out of this race is there's not a lot of horses that are coming from elsewhere to challenge this field in a Cox Plate. So it's the ultimate preview there, Lloydie, and you might want to start us off with maybe some confidence or maybe a heartbreak story. Yeah, um, look, it is going to be a cracking race. I'll give you that much. Um, I think the the interesting part to see is going to be how Enemo is because obviously, you know, he's here, he's favourite, he's unbeaten. This prep, he's got two group ones next to his name in, in both of his runs. But that three out of five lame last start just scares me a little bit from a punting perspective, wanting to, you know, take the shorts about him. Um, who am I kidding? Zaki's in the race. Obviously, I'm tipping Zaki. But I, I do think that this is going to be, you know, he got beaten last start. I don't think the race was run to suit. Um, probably a little bit of rain around Caulfield probably suits Zaki. Third up, two weeks between runs, better than 1,400 to 1,800. Three weeks like last start. So I think if Jamie Carr rides him a little bit better from Barrier 7, a little bit more positively and tries to stretch him out, I think this is really his race to to win, especially with a maybe vulnerable favourite like Animo. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I'm, I'm with Zaki. I think it's better bet in this race. I think, I mean, I love Animo. My, probably my favourite horse of this spring carnival leading in, but it just is a risk at the $2.40. You can't, you can't have my money on. Um, alligator Blood won't win another group one. It's gone. That was a miracle today. I don't care what that idiot Alan is carrying. Wow. He's just wrong. It's it's a... He had a... It's it was just, his birthday last night. Um, the best each way bet in this race is my one. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's gone. That's it. It just everything... Fell the suit. There was a couple of questionable rides, but um, I reckon Mawanga is half a hope here at the twelve dollars. It's it's got to be worth an each way ticket. That or that or Zaki gets the um gets the hour. I think Nisham, mate. Yep, Nisham gets it done. Gee, yep. You know what? Now you. I need to cut you two off because there's one thing that this weekend represents and it's the ultimate redemption for the blood. Um, because what was it two, three years ago, he broke our hearts by getting absolutely pipped and it, it should have been a protest. I don't care. It should have been upheld boys. He is an absolute superstar. Win another group one. He's going to win oh, one yeah. Saturday as well. Like I don't see how this race is going to be any different. Animo is not going to take him on up front. They've got bigger fish to fry. I think that was that was hindsight's great, but you got to remember Zaki and Animo from the get go. Cox Plate is the number one priority. They don't care if they win or lose along the way. Alligator Blood's got to be fitting now because he's not going to win a Cox Plate. He's going to win a Might and Power when they're not ready to strike. But the Blood, if you even if you watch that replay, he seems to be a horse that as soon as he gets eyeballed, he digs and gets another gear. Uh, and I think that's sort of what happened with Zaki. Zaki just not at 100% fitness yet, couldn't keep up with, with the fit horse in the blood. Um, and the only other horse that I could probably see changing how they race would be Mr. Brightside, but they're not going to want to take alligator blood on for the lead the whole way, are they? 
No, I, I'm, I'm just to be clear, I'm not on the bean bandwagon of Alligator Blood never winning another group one because I think the horse, like you said, I think he is a superstar. Um, I just think the 2,000 metres and the fitness edge that Zaki is now going to have, he's going to be third up two weeks between runs. I think the race shape will be a little bit different. Um, but, yeah, look, it's a, it's a great, great race really, isn't it? It's a cracker, and we could have almost made the same statement as we did last week and say, well, Zaki's the obvious, Alligator Blood's the obvious, On Thunderstruck's the obvious, and then Mawanga pops up and ruins everyone's trifecta. So you can't even make a safe proclamation uh, this week about that either. So, hmm. No. Mm. That's right. Mm. Cracker. Well, well, where's On Thunderstruck at? Do you think it was... That sand down track was a bit big and he got a bit lost and just because I've I've said from the get go, I think Mooney Valley is his, his place in his wheelhouse. Mm, see, I'm I'm the I'm leaning the other way. I'm thinking that they would almost I know the Cox plate, sure you target, but in terms of if they want to win another group one this spring, I think they almost want to see him hit a wall at the three hundred, not run out the two thousand, have a three week freshen up back to that. Um, Cantala mile on Derby Day and, and win the Group 1 mile because I think he's a miler myself. Yep. Um, um, so, look, I don't think he can win a Cox Plate. I don't think he win on Saturday, especially. Barrier 1, I could be wrong, but has he just drawn Barrier 1 every start this prep? Seems like Yeah, it's got, got to be close to it. I, I, swear, like I swear he's swear. just always... Well, he was Barrier 6 last start, so there you go. Airborne. Barrier but, 1 before that. Barrier well, 9 before, before that. that. I, I just feel like he's it's, always been Barrier 1 often, but... Yeah, he he could be dead and buried early again. So, I think that's why you you think that because that's always the conversation with him when he draws barrier one that he's going to be dead and buried, and then all yeah. of a sudden he's sitting second on pace and comes out and swamps alligator blood yeah. one. So, yeah, there you go. See how great the great game. We love it. Oh, we love that's it. That's right. And actually, that that champions it's now the champions mile. They changed that to weight for age, so it's no longer a handicap. So yeah. before that, he would have been pretty poorly weighted in that handicap. He would have had top weight, but now I don't know. That's what I'd be doing, Mickey Price. Yeah, no well, it's what do you say? It's Derby Day as well. Yeah, I'm not with you. I don't think it's I don't think it's a two thousand meter horse. Yeah, well, Moz, I say it was Derby Day, but. No, I think I they, they they moved it. They moved it so it's all they've got the mile and the two thousand meter race on the same day now for that Champions Day. So, so that a bit of a hole on, on the Derby Day program, but anyway. They've which is just silly because like now they've got the the McKinnon on the same day, yeah. So now yeah, those carryover horses that you want from the Cox Plate are not going to line up again because they'll either go to one or the other. And if you know that a Cox Plate horse is going to one or the other, you're probably not too keen to run yours, yeah. are you? Yeah, well, I mean, it's always been two weeks from the Cox Plate to the McKinnon. Well, yeah. actually, no, it hasn't. But the, the McKinnon used to be Derby Day and then they made it the Emirates on Stakes Day. But anyway, they've stuffed around with that whole program and they've ruined it. But anyway. God, they're just not very but, smart Victoria, are they? No, they're, they're not. But in... In I'm Thunderstruck's favour, that then gives him a month to freshen up back to the mile. Yeah, yeah. And you mm. think that's how you do it. You go, you leave the McKinnon two weeks after so horses can get another run at the 2,000 yeah. or the week after is the mile option that you can have that freshen up to get back to the yeah. mile. Anyway, what do we know? Just fucking something. Obviously. That's right. Yeah. 
Six dollars in the Champions Mile on Thunderstruck. There you go. That might be a bet, actually. Yeah, well, I guess the same uh, the same clouds probably on Alligator Blood as well. That if yep. if Lions wanting it the two thousand, that that's I, I'd imagine that's where they would go instead of a Cox Plate. Mm. Well, that's it. I can't see like Enemo and Zaki. They're topping your betting at three dollars fifty a piece in that race. Alligator Blood five. I wish I win five. Private Eye five. I'm Thunderstruck six. Like not much meat on the bone, but hey, thanks to our good friends, Futures Insurance. Have a bet. Doesn't make yeah. the field. Bang, running back. Boom. So what are you saying there, Lordy? Is that I could have a hundred dollar bet on all six of those at the four dollars, and all six end up yeah. there, and then I'm giving away money anyway. You remember? <laughs> Correct. That's right. All right. Well, before we uh, before we encourage, well, mainly ourselves to do that, which is what we're uh, <laughs> useless at, we'll go back up to sunny old Eagle Farm headquarters of Australia. It's the Get Out State, yeah. and look, there's a couple of horses here, boys, that we've absolutely loved uh, last couple of starts, and one of them is Zuma California, Caribbean King. I'm not going to say too much more about that as well, um, but even Festival Prince jump back to form their last start in what was some country mm-hmm. cup that it's dicked in it. Dolby Cup. It's the only place it seems to run all right. Um, but look, it's a it's a classic old get out Queensland stakes because you've got the horses that have cost us lots, courses that have won us lost, horses that we've never heard of. And of course 17 Tony Golan runners to uh make things that much more difficult. Bean, finish with a bang. Um look I'm I'm going back to the well again. <laughs> um, I'm a night guy um i'll probably get two bets i'm gonna have back cool out as well because i had a bet at that before and it's it was a it's a pretty good run but night guy was super last start going down to starzam i think race before that it was in that race against Eric kanji so if Eric kanji does by some miracle come out and win on saturday when you've tipped it earlier in the day then that looks good here um two wins prior back on a good track it's had one go at eagle farm for a third which is sort of a bonus because normally they just if they don't run they don't run at all but it draws barrier for Aiden Thompson on carries world 52 and a half. It's surely a bet in this race at $19 and five fifty. It's been doing nothing wrong. They're flying, isn't it? For our beautiful trainers, the Hulberts. Yep. Yeah. Come um come 5 15 PM, race 10. We got 50 metropolitan races across the country on Saturday. Wowie. Um You'll either be up and about or it will be death by lethal injection. And I am going, I am lethal. Barrier 16, a query. Um, a concern even. But that middle of the track, I think that's where you want to be. And I think it'll get back, get out to the middle of the track, down the hated or diddle and home, find your bookie in the last. Um, three wins from 10 starts, this guy. He's, he's contested some pretty decent races, really. Um, you go sort of through his form. He came up here for a Fred Best. Um, didn't beat Mystic Aroma home by much. Um, but before that, you know, like... Um, from, from memory, he was in that race behind Mazu in the Congo Palelo, the, the Arrow Field. Got beat out of sight, but hey, heavy track. He just doesn't go a yard in the wet. All his form is on a good track, gets up here onto a dry deck, back to a benchmark 75. I think he can, I think he's too good for them. I think he's too classy. Classy, hey, that's a, a word that you and uh, Nick Lloyd don't associate with too much. Um, no. <laughs> You are, mate, look, I'll give you one. You're an awesome lad, all right? How's that for a segue for Moz's tip? Whilst you're doing that, though, Lloydie, just uh, fill me in on what the final field numbers are for this one because... Yep, as it stands, um, I know I know for a fact Night Guy's got a 
got to run. He was the third emergency. The first emergency is out. So the second and the third emergencies are in, which is Bahama and Night Guy. So 18. Uh, no, 16. 16 in the third. Right. Yeah. Well, there we go, because I might do a bit of a beanie two bets there as well. Uh, you yeah, know, awesome lad, I think, has been racing up to as good as form as uh, sort of going around. Batiga form line stands out. A couple of starts there back. And um, I guess well, I just don't think it's a it's a soft, heavy, even though it is a big old dazzling grey, isn't it? Awesome lad. Mm, um, nice. so, yeah, yeah, but that's a, dry. Yeah, it breaks the system, doesn't it? Jeez, that's going to throw a few people yeah. in arrears. Uh, another one which it's it's potentially made the fear, but again, no jockey. Mr. Uh, Deke Chujo has Bahumut. Uh, welcome to mm. the show there, JK. But that was a pretty pretty impressive win there at Doombin. Uh, I think it was a midweek uh, Wednesday, but yeah. I, I remember the interview after, and he was he was pretty bloody bullish that that thing was never going to lose when it went around, and he, he finally had put sort of the wheels together for a decent prep incoming. So when you hear little things like that, um, you sort of they stick with you, and even going back through it's maybe it's 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 formed from a couple of preps ago. It's been going around down in Sydney. It's got some form around um, far too easy again in some some decent races. Mm. So thirty two dollars, very yeah. if it gets in, like it's probably up in, up in as good a case you can make for it. Yeah, I reckon it might have won a won a highway down there um, a little a little while back, but um, you know the horse horse does go good. There was, there was one other, actually, it was coming out of the same race as Awesome Lad, um, Command King, Barrier 18, Larry Cassidy in the last. That's been a little bit of a thing lately. He won that race, this horse, um, and I thought it was a really good first up win, $34 as well. He um, he stays at the 57.5 kilos, so he does meet Awesome Lad two kilos worse, I think, and he might confess, I think she might be in this race as well, um, meets it a few kilos worse, but I noticed yeah. it's, in, um, it's in Friday night, I think, confessed, so... We'll see where it goes. But, yeah, I, I thought, you know, if you're going to be looking for a little bit more value and need a, need a long price winner in the last, outside of I Am Lethal, Command King could be another one to throw in your quaddy. Well, there you go, Monks. We've given you about four or five horses there. And to be fair, <laughs> every horse in Queensland is... Hopefully, hopefully one wins. <laughs> every horse in Queensland has nominated for that last race there at Eagle Farm. So you've got plenty yep. of thumbs at... Uh, well, look, speaking of one that was in, Zuma, California, Lloydie, it's barrier 21. Look, we're not it's not a betting proposition for us today. But a couple of weeks ago, it was the kickoff of big things to come for you because it was your living, breathing, and it got yep. the job done. So, mate, you get the floor. You take it away. Lloydie's living, breathing. Anything from around the grounds, mate, set the tone for the mugs this week. Yeah, well, I went from one horse who was in a bit of winning form in Zuma, California, to an absolute non-winner for the living breathing this week. It's uh, race seven, horse fourteen, Elberk. Um, that's the that's the living breathing around the grounds going to Caulfield. Um, I would say I wish I win because, but it's a Group One. We've already touched on that. We'll go to the last race at Caulfield, race ten. It's at four forty-five, so it'll you'll have enough time to collect and put your bet on eagle farm race three zapateo they don't beat her bazinga time yeah keen zapateo um i'm going to the queensland cup i think mohican heights is the best of the day on a pretty tough card up here in sunny queensland and then 
around the Is it grounds. a bazinga? It's a bazinga, mate. It is a big bazinga. I think it's going to get the job done. Finally, fill the boots of the um of the loyal Walla army, and then um and then I'm heading down. I like nothing more than a slop fest, and I'm going straight to Royal Randwick. It's going to be they'll be <laughs> swimming in mud. And there are two horses in race nine that are genuine wet trackers. One just gets in a fair bit better than the other and will be leading them off. And that's narrated for the Mar and Eustace state. No poly grays in, and we do love a gray in the wet. I'm just a gray in general, in fact. But um, yeah, this horse has been doing nothing wrong. Finally gets out to a more suitable trip. Second up, it can be winning over the 1600 uncontested leader. Boom, bazinga. Living breathings, I tell you what, they're they're looking good. Um, now I'm just doing my uh my weekly scroll through the Ascot form to see if Elite Street is back up and racing, and unfortunately not. So we must have to move the show on pretty quick. But no, I'm going to the the Old Boys Cup there, race number eight. Uh, I just think that turn on the charm turns on the charm. Just think the the training. Astuteness is just ridiculous from those two fellas, Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace. So I ain't bringing it up here for a uh, Hamilton Hotel session, as we've already touched on. Um, I'm going to go to uh, to Caulfield there for our our good friend, Mr. Bossman, TJ Golan. The Shalachi Stakes. Now it's what a Group Two. I remember a few years ago, this race was actually a uh, into the Everest for the Melbourne Racing Club slot uh, at the mm. time, and then. Whoever was in charge got overturned on the board of that idea and got kicked the hell out of the club. So that worked out well for him. Uh, but <laughs> Zoo Style, in, from barrier number five, five bucks again for Zoo Style. Uh, I had a good look at this race earlier, and apart from in the boat, which is jumping from barrier nine and nine, don't think there's a lot of pace. Uh, and I think Zoo Style can just get it his way, which is the only way Zoo Style wins, to be quite frank. So go the Queenslanders. Yeah, that's it. Queen of the ball, probably a bit of speed with 51 kilos, but she's drawn outside him, so Ollie can hopefully yeah, ride his if race. He's, if he's yeah. not leading, bin him. <laughs> yeah. Surely he'll kicks up. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, was, and he was massive in the moor, um, you know, a couple yeah. weeks back, and they've obviously, oh, you, you know, with Zoo style, you're not going to get much past 1,000 metres, let alone 1,200. So they've they've pulled the rug on the Manicado uh, to come here. So could be a bit of a, a grand final for the big boys. So go TJ, yep. go boss man, go to Muggs, mate, because that's what we do. Everywhere's sunny and beautiful when you're in Mugville, and that's up here at Eagle Farm, Muggs. That's right. 